This is Colin, he has a problem He has a lot of DVDs and some of them he hasn't seen So he's gonna grab his son and they're gonna watch each one until the pile is empty These films are still under wraps, still under wraps Unwatched, unloved and still under wraps, still under wraps, still under These films are unwatched, unloved and still under wraps Hello dear listener and welcome to Still Under Wraps. My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. How's it going? It, it is. It, it is indeed. This is season three mm-hmm. of Still Under Wraps. We are still going. I, I know that there has been a break that is possibly mm. longer than expected and I'm not actually going to go into that. I'm going to... Uh, record a a special um, Patreon only episode <laughs> for for the explanation as to why it has been so long. So for all our Patreon supporters, um, you'll get to listen to that and and you only. Well, we're starting a Patreon, are we? Oh, haven't we got one? No, we haven't. Oh, is. So, why have we been making this? <laughs> why are we on our third season and not raking in the cash? Because there are still films on the stack. Ah. Oh. So, you're suggesting that is actually the reason why we do the podcast and not to rake in the cash? That is correct. So, we do not have a Patreon uh, page. We do not have Patreon supporters, so no one's going to get to listen to the explanation. <laughs> oh, anyway... Um, so we're back for another season. We have how many films? Do you have any idea how many films? Is it 26, 27? There, there is a question there mark. Are, there are 25 items in the collection. Ah. But how many films that translates to? Right. Is another thing. Because some of them may well be um, multi-packs that have got two or more movies in the pack that are unwatched, unloved, and not under wraps because we've watched the Mm. other one. And some of them may leave the list never having been watched, but we'll get to that at some point, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which... And we are going to immediately disappoint, especially our top tier Patreon listeners mm. who um, pay de- dearly for these uh, gems of podcasts. Um, we're not going to be watching the film that you've all been highly expecting us to be watching today um, for reasons. Mm. Um even during this massive hiatus, mm. uh, there was some homework that re- was required to be done. And Thomas, did you do your homework? Well, well, go on. Uh, ask ask me what I've what I've been doing in in the interim. Okay, just just before we establish that, uh, we were going to be watching Batman: The Bold mm. and the Beautiful uh, <laughs> this this episode and um thomas was meant to watch batman the freakishly ugly and batman the 
hideously suave um, mm. before watching the movie that we would have been watching today. He hasn't done that. And I confess that I was planning to watch them also uh, again so that I was back up to speed, and that hasn't happened. Thomas, what what have you been up to that has caused you to be unable to do just those small little tasks? So, you know that feeling that there's there's someone running around in your head, banging pots and pans together, screaming, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, and you believe them because you have eyes and you can see what's going on around you? Mm-hmm. Mostly nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Those pots and pans just completely distract you from doing anything else. For historical context, so that when our great-great-grandchildren are listening to these podcasts in some dusty museum uh, we are in the middle of a uh, worldwide um, pandemic and mm. everything is shut down and we are huddled in our own little ice caves and not touching one another and not uh, it's it's a weird situation and becoming half exhausted watching hour long press conferences that you only half agree with okay well thomas just as a suggestion mm. i'd suggest you stop doing that uh, oh, no it's hard it's hard knowing i know i know it's hard it's hard but we're doing everything we can Thomas, when was the last time you stepped out of the house? Uh, maybe two two weeks ago. Okay, maybe. So you're doing the right thing. Mm. Okay, so let's hope that everyone else does the right thing, and uh, we're all in this together, and we'll all come out of it together, except for those who don't. And that is the very real situation. But the best that we can do is what Thomas has just said that he's doing. It's Easter. (laughs) It's Easter. And after all, we go away every Easter Mm. as a family to rave parties. Oh, we don't. (laughs) I know. It's hard for everyone. But um, and any anyway, so... (laughs) So, so Thomas hasn't done the homework. I haven't done the homework. We are not watching Batman the Rubbishly Ugly um, tonight, today, whenever. We are, that is, what are we going to do? Are we going to put that um, back in the pile for it to pop up again, or are we going to watch it next week? Unclear. Okay. So... I, I think we just throw it back in the pot, mm. okay? Because th- then we can have the uh, mm-hmm. the randomising random randomometer uh, dusted off for this week's episode. So I gave Thomas a challenge. Mm. Uh, we needed a substitute movie to watch. Mm. And um, so Thomas has actually been given a gold pass to select a movie from the collection of movies that are unwatched, unloved, and still under wraps. And I'm guessing that he has selected something that he has not watched himself. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. Okay, so neither of us have seen the film. He knows what it is. Mm. I have no idea. And 
I have given him the challenge of reading the plot synopsis off the back of the case. Reading the plot synopsis off the back. He's going to give it away straight we'll away. Give it away immediately. <laughs> immediately. Okay, so. Um, so, so in my hands, I have a shirt. It's a nice shirt. I like it. It's a good shirt. Uh-huh. It's a, a Sonic the Hedgehog shirt. He has a um, Sonic the Hedgehog shirt. This is a clue, is it? Mm, it has absolutely nothing to do with the film. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that the uh, DVD or Blu-ray, I don't even know whether it's a Blu-ray or a DVD, is wrapped up in said shirt. It is. Okay, let's see how quickly I can guess what we are watching uh, as you start to read the plot synopsis. Oh, hang on. Did I just hear cellophane? You did. So it is st- definitely still under wraps. Okay. I Go. just hope so. <laughs> Go for it. Key takes family of four is close, but all are unemployed and the future looks bleak. However, when the son Ki Wu is recommended by a fellow university student friend for a well-paid tutoring job, Hope spawns for a regular income. Carrying the expectations of the family, Ki Wu arrives at the house of Mr. Park, the owner of a global IT form, where he meets Yon Kyo, the young lady of the house. The job interview is a success, and Ki Wu begins work. But very soon, following this first meeting between the two families, an unstoppable string of mishaps lies in wait. Oh, that. That mm. film. Mm. That, that, that film that I obviously picked up because that plot synopsis just jumped out at me. You didn't. I bought this film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, okay. This, but is, this is the one film currently on the shelf... That and, and I have not watched, but that I bought. That, that is actually on the database? Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that such a film existed. I did tell you about it. <laughs> yes, and it does sound vaguely familiar, but not enough for me to go, oh. And it's still not going, oh. But as soon as you name it, I'm going to go, oh, with a different inflection. This is the first language other than English film to win Best Picture at the Academy Awards, Parasite. Oh, we're watching Parasite. That's why it was familiar. So hang on. Ah! <laughs> Which is, I, I very nearly watched it um, whilst I was in hospital having right. my baby. <laughs> but I didn't. So that's fortuitous. It is. Okay, so we're watching the Academy Award winner, Parasite. Mm-hmm. And um, you've already read what it's about, so would you be so kind as to um, remove it from its... Oh, that, that's sounding promising, that he's yeah, actually was. making progress. Mm-hmm. It certainly was. Ah, there we go. There we go. I can also understand why um, it was recommended that uh, younger audiences were not uh, mm. 
involved. Yes. Uh, this film has been rated by the Australian Classification Board MA15 Plus for strong violence. Right. So a bit of a spoiler there. Mm. Um, so that's what we're in for. We're in for Parasite. And I hope that my eyes can read the subtitles well mm. enough. Yes, it is in Korean with English subtitles distributed by Madman. I was going to guess that that would be the case. Um, my, we've been waffling on. Mm. So <laughs> the disc is uh, un and yes, wait for it. That was that was a, yeah. that was disappointing. Yes. Listen to this. Oh, good grief! See, that was the downfall of the Blu-ray case. It just doesn't have the same timbre, timbre. A soft pop rather than a snap. Yes. But it's it's out. Thomas is going to pop that into the machine. We are going to watch it. And I'm not going to be able to have any say as to whether it remains on a shelf. But mm. I shall have some because say. Because it's as part to... of my collection. That's right. Um, so, <laughs> and that's what we're going to do. And we'll, uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. You are such a mongrel. wasn't ready for that <laughs> um, I had heard I, I'd avoided reading um, about this film um, and I I guess because it was overhyped maybe when I say overhyped um, that's not making a judgment as to whether it was worth the hype or not, but there was certainly a lot of hype going on about it, and it it, it got so much that it, I steered mm. well clear away from it. So, what are your thoughts? It's, it's good. <laughs> it's quite good. My goodness. Um, look, I have talked about um, what I call French quirk, mm. which tends to be whimsically happy mm. whereas um, South Korean quirk is whimsically black mm. um, still comedic yes but as thickly black as now but I, I am basing this only on uh, this film and another film that is on the shelf that you may or may not have seen by the same director. No, I haven't seen that film. Right, called Snowpiercer, which is also very, very black, but quirky 
um, and yes, I, I won't I won't spoil it for you. But if you you want sort of, and I won't even say more of the same because it isn't. Mm. It's uh, quite a different film. But um, my goodness, uh, that so yeah. I'm not saying that uh, he has certainly got a style, um, and uh, and that yes, it was quite bizarre, and and I don't think I was emotionally ready for it. Right. Um, with all the stuff that has gone on in the last couple of weeks, um, that was sort of uh, very much a punch in the face. Mm. Um, so it is very much a film that I think you need to be in the right frame of mind for, and I'm not sure whether I was, but I was certainly uh, well enough there to fully respect um, the accolades that it received. Mm. Um, that was just a a bonkers, crazy twist upon twist upon. Uh, um, yeah, uh, w- with lashings of Hitchcock thrown in as as well. It was mm. yes. So I, <laughs> I don't know how much I can say without spoiling the film. No, no, uh, and I uh, do we throw a spoiler because I would like to hear what you you have to. Say so. We will throw a spoiler alert in here. It has certainly been on the shelf for a while. So there's there's a question of whether we we shake up this format a little, and and a plonk our spoiler content after the rest of the show, ah, just in case. Okay, right, fair enough. Yes, we can certainly do that rather than them having to work out where to. Mm. All right then. All right, so we'll do that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, without any further ado, let's move on to our next segment then. What's on the show? You know it's probably DVDs. How uh, many guesses? How many guesses do we have? We've got lots of guesses. Sorry, dear listener. Yeah. I'm a bit shaky. After recording the segment yes, two we, segments we have, from now. We have just recorded uh, the segment that you'll be hearing uh, later in the segment. No, later in the episode. Um, so, so, how many do we have? So, a few people have been doing their best to continue pumping films into the great machine that is this segment... <laughs> And the end result is that we have 76. Thank you for all that. Um, we, I think even with the, 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 the Victory Lap project that will come after this series, we will not get through... All of these. No, no. Look, it, it'll just keep growing exponentially. Um, and, that being uh, said, yes. That being said, let's roll the randomising random randomometer and find out what and who is guessing what film is what. 
It is, of course, powered by random.org. Number 43. <laughs> and number 43 is... M. Hi, M. Who suggests the film Coco. A mm. Pixar film. It is a Pixar film. With some singing and dead bodies. It's definitely a Pixar film, right? It is. It's not a Disney film, it's a Pixar film. No, it is a Pixar film. Okay, good. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Thomas, have you seen Coco? I have seen Coco. Yes, I think Coco is in the kitchen. Mm, yes. Probably. Hey, Coco. Who's to say? (laughs) I, I don't know. I have also seen the film Coco. Oh no, he's, he's right over there. Coco, right over there on the beanbag. Coco is actually in the studio. Mm. Here, <laughs> in the deranged cat studio. In the deranged cat studio, curled up asleep. Yes, I have also seen Coco. So that's two points for M so far. It is also on the shelf. M, you've just slotted yourself a three points. But. Oh dear. It's not on Blu-ray. Did I not get that on Blu-ray? That's what it says here. Wow. How bizarre. Which is strange for such a recent film. It is. I guess... Um... <laughs> and, and further strange for such a recent Pixar film. I guess it's got something to do with budgetary restraints at the time. That, that's the only answer I can come up with. I'm going to look this. up and make sure that, that we're right about this, because we wouldn't want to rob anyone of no. points. No, definitely on DVD. Definitely on DVD. So that that is three points, and um, I, I think it is fair to say that there is no multiplier for that. No. Um, aiming for Pixar's is good for, for grabbing yourself mm. some solid points, I think. It, and I've noticed that other people have uh, <laughs> have, have also uh, taken that attack. And fair enough, that low-hanging fruit is there to be taken. It should be noted. It has been said, and I would generally agree, that Pixar isn't quite as much of a guaranteed, quote-unquote, good film nowadays not anymore no no i loved coco though Mm, coco was good yes yes so well done m three points there no multiplier so a total of three and if i have any hope of getting uh to bed tonight uh, i think we might just move on as soon as i have finished moving this row, please move, please move, thank you. And then... Make sure that that row is maintaining a uh, 1.5 metre Yeah, I'll be honest with you, it's it's barely 1.5 millimetres. Oh, dear, oh dear. Uh, the end result of that is actually that M moves up. M, sorry, I was so keen to move on. Yeah. That oh. I did not take the time or was not patient enough to to uh, fully appreciate the ramifications of um, M getting three points there. M leaps and bounds up from 
7th, above David, Jill, and Adam W, to take 4th with 9.5 points. Well done, M. Just point two of a point behind <laughs> Jeff. Wow. Jeff, you... you. <laughs> I have noticed that Jeff has been contributing again lately. I think he's feeling threatened, so... Uh, there's... <laughs> So keep keep those uh, suggestions coming in. That increase your chances of uh, of having your selection uh, selected. selected. <laughs> oh dear, um, bits of me are passing out at the moment. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so we are now going to move on to this. Shake the phone and pick a film, and then we'll watch the film next week. And we have thrown a Batman the Terrible back <laughs> into the bin, so that may well come back up, which means that we'll both have to do homework again. So let's just for the moment hope that doesn't happen. Thomas, would you please? I do hope we haven't jinxed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's impressive. This is another film that has very recently been added to the shelf. Did I add it? You did add it. Good on me. In fact, it was added around the same time that Parasite was added to ah, the shelf. Ah, okay. It's from 2001, and the cover is not an Australian cover. Right. I believe this is a... Ooh, I don't want to say for sure. Uh, yes, this is a British release okay. of this film. I'm not saying it's a British film, uh, but this is... Okay, you're going to have to uh, read the blurb uh, so that I know what it is. I'm going to attempt that again and fail miserably. It's, it's going to completely give it away. Okay. The title of the film is, in fact, in the description. <laughs> okay. October 1988, and small town USA is about to witness the end of the world. It's home to Donnie Darko, a brilliant but troubled teenager, plagued by terrifying visions which he alone knows the meaning of. With his classmate and soulmate Gretchen, and a mysterious ex-teacher nicknamed Grandma Death, He must unravel the strange occurrences affecting his school, his home, and his life before a horrifying spectre known only as Frank leads Donnie to the edge of his sanity. Okay, Donnie Darko. So so that's that's possibly um, (laughs) um, not a a great... (laughs) If my mind is in the same spot as as it is in now, probably not a great move. But that's all right. Considering the situation, considering the, it can only this get, is probably the way things are going to be no for, matter when. That, that's right. For the next 20-something episodes, my mind is not going to be in the right place to... Ah, oh dear. Am I jinxing absolutely everything? Uh, yes, the reason that that cover is uh, in such a state is that um, I ordered it the cheapest copy I could find second hand on eBay. 
mm. which happened to be just 200 kilometers or so north of us. So, right. Uh, <laughs> and still a British cover. <laughs> and still a British cover, yes. Um, because I think I also wanted to get the non-director's cut version. Right. If I remember rightly. I believe that is considered the... This doesn't look better. like a director's cut. Right. And um, I'm glad that that's come up too, because I'm a bit sus about the state of the disc, so... So when we come back <laughs> next week... Next week, we will find out whether we <laughs> can actually watch the thing. I believe it is on one of the streaming services at the moment, mm. so if we, if it does go pear-shaped, then... Uh, I will check now. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's on SBS On Demand. SBS On Demand. There we go. Um, okay. So... With ads. Yeah. Yeah. They don't tend to put too many in. But, but I'm sure the disc will be fine because they said that it was in good condition. And nobody fact, ever lies said, on the internet. In fact, I think they said it was in very good condition. Nobody ever lies on the internet. So, that's right. The internet is a a well of truth. Mm. Uh, okay, so politicians well renowned for their with the ado that there will be no further of. <laughs> let's get straight into those spoilers. This is a spoiler break, so if you don't want spoilers, then leave before this sound. So, um, spoil away. Let's talk about graphic match matches. Okay. Let's let's talk about lights. There are lights that flicker deliberately. Yes. There are lights that flicker because they're bad lights. And those happen in quick succession. Yes. In order to to make a thematic match. Yep. Lights and lighting throughout mm. were were extremely important to um, to to just the the whole feel of the the film, mm. um, yeah, lightning even, mm. uh, and and a contrast of back and forth. What is uh, you know the yard lit up and the, mm. and. and an action happening and then it being dark again uh, mm. is sort of um, a juxtaposition of happiness and the darkness as well. We, we had a, a toilet being thrown up into <laughs> while another toilet is busy Throwing vomiting up, up sewage. <laughs> yes. We had the housekeeper and her husband looking across from the couch in the past cut to the family attacking them yes. from the same angle yes oh yes it, it, it was purely a work of of genius as far as that uh, again everything was deliberate mm. and, and and yet you were conscious of it all happening and and admiring oh that is nice but it never took you out of um, mm. The goings on, the action, the intensity of it all—it was—and uh, uh, we have seen films where where 
a conscious style has been so conscious that mm. it is distracted from uh, and and this ha- didn't um, mm. the first half of this film <laughs> is very different to the second it half just suddenly takes a complete um left turn where where there is only a right turn to take. Mm. <laughs> it, it slams on through that wall and just um, keeps going in that direction, even though, yeah, it just shouldn't. And <laughs> the, 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 the first half of this film is a very good con artist film. Yeah. Just yeah. That, that constantly being, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. This, this is going to work, but oh no. <laughs> and and oh. I think that that's where my anxiety uh, really um, conflicted against the film was that it was a constant feeling of oh no, a constant feeling of dread that even though what these people have done is really, really unpleasant, um, what is about to happen to them uh, and mm. what is around that next corner and again that staircase mm. uh, which had so many corners uh, was was very much uh, you know what is around that next corner and a few that they've got past that next corner but you know there are three more <laughs> yeah um, and that staircase seemed to change length and and that was very deliberate too mm. I, I think but, uh, Hey, caramba. A staircase is exactly as long as it needs to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And again, in the wrong hands, that doesn't work. Mm. Um, but but it, it worked here, even though, again, you were conscious of the fact that it, it was as long as it needed to be for mm. that scene. And you were quite happy, well, wrong word, but <laughs> um, <laughs> accepting mm. of the fact that that is... Um, it's like using slow motion, I guess, as a... Uh, mm. Yeah. And then it turns. <laughs> it turns into... I don't know how to describe the back hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I've used the word before and I'll say it again. It was brutal. <laughs> mm. um, the... The, the the escape sequence, the escape uh, which, sequence. Which is one? <laughs> Who's? The, <laughs> the, there were so many the one, of them. The one right after they've locked away. Yes. The housekeeper and her husband. Yes. Just. Oh, oh no! We're we're all stuck in different places now. Yep. How? 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 <laughs> yeah, and your your mind is again that the anxiety thing was was um, not helping there, and mm. and in normal circumstances, that's exactly what he was intending to do. But mm. I don't think he was counting on me being the target audience <laughs> at that time. And then, then they're all under the table. Yeah, and the parents are there. And that they they stay there. They stay there, and and the foreplay happens. It does, and five play happens, and and it's yes. 
and and it's clearly <laughs> quite a long while later <laughs> before they can move again, and then then the kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but you'd forgotten. Them. Well, I certainly had. I was not expecting the kid to be the the thing that. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, and still. Still they get away. Still they get away. And they get away to a bad situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they well and truly get their comeuppance and they still haven't gotten their comeuppance. No, no, it's... Uh, what, a, what an unpleasant piece of work it was. <laughs> um, oh, look, yes... And I enjoyed it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and and uh, I I re- respect that. And um, as as far and I probably would want to watch it again once the air has cleared a bit and my head mm. has cleared a bit. So in, in that respect, even though it's not mine to decide whether it stays on the shelf, it certainly yes. It's, I do have some good news. It will be staying on the shelf. (laughs) Uh, I intend to keep it. Anything else you wish to add before we we finish up? And because we're we're back. I will say, after all this gushing, that the very end of the film, after. The climax, yeah. when everything goes down, it feels a little tidy to me. Um, like, yeah. it's, it is obvious and reasonable that the dad can get into the basement and get away. It still feels a little tidy for me. And I was thinking that right up until the, the very last... So that built up a f- within me. That, mm. But then it turns out that, no, it was a false ending. Mm. Yes. That that does dampen yeah. my feeling of it being a bit tidy. Yeah, because that, that was tidy in the in the writing of the mm. letter and the... the, the we, we see... The dead escape, but we then see the present. Yes. And we know that this hasn't this happened. Hasn't happened yet. And very well could not happen. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. It's it's still the dream, and mm. and and if and he said he has a plan mm. too, which yes. dooms it as well. So yes. so the, yeah. The, there is a speech made by the dead in the middle of the film as everything has fallen apart around them and they're lying down in this gym, which is that the best plan is no plan. Because if you have a plan, life is not going to go that way. <laughs> and and I think we're going to touch on similar themes in the uh, extra episode. <laughs> yes. Of, of, uh, yes. Of 
<laughs> best laid plans and mm. yes the, the the best plan is to just do some things yes and hope it works yep yep and if it doesn't yeah yes <laughs> um right well that was parasite that was parasite <laughs> Um, the spoilers for Parasite. Um, I'm still getting my head around where we are in the podcast, but I believe... We're at the end. We are at the end. Uh, do you have anything else to... to say? The acting. The acting. Uh, the uh, acting that, that's was good. I was about to... Yeah. Yes. Throw, throw that in. They, they were a family. Yes. A completely believable family. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yet it was also, again, with that quirkiness that, that Mm. it, it shouldn't work (laughs) everything that, that did work shouldn't have worked. (laughs) Um, I'm just remembering now the scene with the mum as housekeeper going around to to all of the various places and and coming into the daughter tutoring the boy yes <laughs> and that interaction that's oh uh, such a, <laughs> uh, the daughter very very much talking down yes to quote unquote the help yes who is actually her mother, mother. <laughs> yep. and and she turns around and she's leaving and mouthing <laughs> probably profanity <laughs> yes yes <sighs> yes I'm <laughs> I'm worn out by that. <laughs> ah. Tingles. Yep. All right then. And and I'm not sure if those tingles are performance anxiety or from the film. Yes. Yes, probably a bit of both. All right then. Well, I don't know what we're watching. You. You, dear listener, know what we're going to be watching next week, mm. but we don't because mm. we've just recorded the spoilers and are now going to say goodbye to you whilst we record the rest of this podcast. Mm. I have no idea how I'm editing this, and I was yeah <laughs> looking forward to an early night, but I guess that's not going to happen. Um, but until next week, unless you do have anything else to add. No, no, that's no, it. No, okay. Um, I... I will say, nothing to do with the film. Mm-hmm. I know I have some catching up to do with uninhibited meat noises. Mm. As with other things to do with uninhibited meat noises, I do intend to get to it eventually. He does. No promises when. He has every intention. He has it, a plan. The, the, the fourth episode in that series, which you will know is about the rise of Skywalker and hindsight very important for me, for me personally, 
to get that one out the door at some point. Right. Right. The the door is there. Mm. <laughs> and in the end, that miniseries may, may end up coming out as out of order as this podcast episode. <laughs> Indeed. That's not a problem. I'm sure our dear listener will... Uh, will appreciate anything that, that comes out <sighs> in whatever order. With I, all that <laughs> being said. Yes. We hope you have a good, safe week. For those of you who are in real time, uh, keep safe. Stay indoors. Stay indoors. Do not go to some other place for whatever frivolities you may or may not have had planned. That's right. Because that is how we lose. <laughs> yes. And wash your hands. Keep yes. washing those hands. Soap is the best. Soap and water. And uh, on that note, I will catch you next time. Bye. You have been listening to Still Under Wraps. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Still Under Wraps is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. Movies are selected at random through My Movies, an excellent piece of movie collection software. You can find links to that, as well as our quote-unquote blog and our Facebook group, in the show notes. Still Under Wraps is a High Hello production. So now, now we're going to rewind and pause for a bit while I calm down. Okay. I'm going to get up and have a drink. A gin and tonic. Hey. Without the gin. All the tonic. Got, got the post credit scene. This is it. Okay. Thomas is leaving the building. <laughs> and waking the household. And scaring the cat. Glug, 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 glug. How can so much blood pump? <laughs> How? Shh. You wake the house. <sighs> oh.